Good morning, everyone. reading of the scripture and so we want to talk to you this morning from the subject no left turn no right turn so we ask God don't do it without us we want to make sure we're making the right turn am I right about it don't do it without us don't do it without us let us turn if we are to turn in the right directions. Let us pray. God, our Father, Lord, we do thank you this morning for the opportunity to stand in front of this group of individual believers who know who you are, God, and who are trusting and believing that whatever it is you're doing in this season, that you won't do it without us, that you'll bless us from the tops of our heads to the soles of our feet. And that as we give your name glory through the word, that you will bless your word, that you will tell us your word, that you will magnify your word within us so that we will do nothing but praise your holy and righteous name. God, thank you. Take Pastor Iantha and Pastor Keith out of each other and let us be people who are doing nothing but trying to praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. I'd like to start off this summer by talking about an observation. Uh, when, you know, when most of us go to parties and uh, celebration, the line dancers get started. Am I right about it? And the line dancers love to do what I like to hear uh, the record guy do the cha-cha slap. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? And they slide to the up, slide to the left, and they slide to the right. After a while, somebody say crisscross, and they turn around and they go the other direction, all the way around and around, and crisscross. I, I just I love to see it when it's done. I love to see them going sliding to the left and sliding to the right. Nothing wrong with praising and having a good time in church, and then. And so on going to a celebration every now and then and seeing them doing the slide to the left and the slide to the right. And you, God said, hey, you can have fun. And so uh, in this story, it's clear what direction God wanted the donkey to go in. He didn't say slide to the left. He didn't say slide to the right. He didn't even say crisscross. Oh, yeah, the donkey and Balaam had to travel straight ahead and forward. So there was no sliding, no sliding, no sliding. Even though we like to see it slide this time, we're talking about they were stationary. You see that when God tells us to go in a certain direction, hear me now, that is exactly what he wants us to do. That is exactly what we must do. So I hope you hear me this morning. When he's got a plan for where you must go, you got to follow that plan. You can try to go and do something different, but it ain't going to work. 
When God has given his direction, we must follow it. That's why our eyes must be fixed on Christ. And no matter what is going on, no matter how good it might look off to the right or how good it might look off to the left, even how good it might look on a crisscross, we still got to fix our eyes on God and keep looking forward and moving forward. We may think about doing something different, but once God makes up his mind, we have no choice but to go with it. Am I in the right house this morning? Am I right about it? When God does his thing, we don't have a choice. Let me tell y'all a short story. My son and my wife won't mind me talking about it. My son is out in California right now. And uh, back a while, back in 1999, I bought her the first Lexus SUV, the RX 330 that is so popular now. Uh, but that was the first one ever made. But Chris, I put everything into that demo car. It had the heated seats. It had power steering. It had cruise control. It had things that, that we take for granted nowadays in our cars. It had the four-wheel drive there. My wife can tell you about how we had to go in the snow, knee-deep, and get my daughter to the hospital for ear surgery, and we went straight there, snow as high as it could be, but we still rolled right through because the four-wheel drive did its thing. And so, um, the doctors, some of them, didn't even make it to the hospital, but we were there to see how things had to go. Anyway, that vehicle, Brother Sultan, that, that vehicle was new and it was great and it was all so pretty to me and Pastor, I loved it when I gave it to her for Christmas because I had a big bow on it. Had the keys in the box, you know, and she was surprised when she got it. Sister Leon had no idea what was going on, and so it had all of these great positives. It was a super SUV, first of its kind. Yet, with all those problems, Sister Sylvia had one major problem. It had a very limited turn radius. That means that if you turn it to the left, it didn't turn like they do now, where you could just do a U-turn or any kind of turn. If you turned it to the right, you couldn't just turn it to the right. It just would not go like you wanted to. Nowadays, you can just do one of these, and it turns. But then it had a poor turn radius. You couldn't go in a U-turn. You couldn't do a sharp. You had to make sure you had plenty of space. And so my son learned to drive it. And out in California, the reason I mentioned it is because one of his friends uh, out there had loaned him the exact same SUV. 
to drive while he's out there for about 10 days. And he laughed about the turn rings. <laughs> and you know, here I go on deja vu. Because back in the day, I had to learn. Because we gave that car once it got old to Vincent. And, and he had to drive it through high school. And he drove it through college. And it had a bad turn rings <laughs> the entire time. Just, just wanted to let y'all know how things were back in the day. So he has no choice right now but to drive a bad radius car. Uh, sometimes God gives us no choice. We just got to follow his will. That's the, the will. And I, I make that illustration so that you know that we follow God's will. We got to accept his will. We have to simply even adapt to his will. Anybody out there know you got to adapt here and there to what God is saying? When he said do something, you got to adapt to it. You may not understand it. You may not even feel like understanding it. But we still have to adapt. Why? Because God is sovereign. God is sovereign. He can do whatever he wants to do, when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. Because he has a good purpose and a good plan for us. We do his will, we'll come out on the good side of any situation. Amen. So you see, it's a hard thing to make a standing U-turn when God hasn't authorized it. And you know, we're in our hard thing series. God has not let us let this go yet. And so you continue to hear about the hard thing. And the group that is not here today, they continue to hear about the hard things, either in while they're in church or while they're in Bible study or whatever, we're talking about hard things. It's a hard thing to turn to the right exit or turn to the left exit when God hasn't sanctioned it. That's right. It's also a hard thing, Sister Dita, to turn around and travel the same road you just crossed. <laughs> Once God has set the path forward for you to follow. Amen. I hope y'all are following Amen. me today. I'm going to get out of the way in a few minutes so right. that um, <coughs> I'm going to say so that the preacher but, um, but uh, yeah, I get in trouble so no, no. I, I get out of the way in a few minutes. <laughs> so let's look at our main text before I sit down. We, we, we know that we have talked about this story in numbers before. But the Lord laid it on our hearts to take a hard look and a meaning taking a concentrated look at the hard thing that was occurring, occurring in this Bible story. There was no turning, no turning to the right, no turning to the left, no, no uh, turning away from the issue at hand. No turning to the right to get away from the circumstances of life that are before us. And no turning to the right to get away from the situations that are at hand. I hope you all are understanding me. Because I know we all got situations and circumstances and crazy stuff going on. Let me raise my eyes. You know me. I'll raise my hand whether you raise yours or not. I'll let you know I got them. And I'm going to have them. 
As long as I live in this world, are we going to have some situations? We're going to have some issues. We're going to have some problems. So there's no turning to the left to get away from what seemed to be at the time a problem. The donkey didn't know what was going on and, and neither did the lamb. There was no turning to the left to get away from what seemed to be a great conundrum. Y'all know what a great conundrum is, but it's a great complication. And there was no turning back to get away from that great trouble and, and that great stumbling block that was there. Let me ask you a question. Anybody out there any, had, ever had any trouble that you could spot coming from a mile away? In case you don't know, I, I, I raise my hand for you. I know you have. I know you've been through some trouble. And I know you've seen it coming and you couldn't do a thing about it. You ever have circumstances that came before you could get around the corner? Just hit you beside the head. <laughs> Circumstances, situations, yes. trials, and tribulations. You see, we are we believe God wanted us to concentrate this morning is where the donkey reached a point of decision. The donkey saw the angel sent by God was standing in the middle of the road, blocking the turns for a reason. That reason was that God had a purpose, and his purpose and his plan had to be carried out. Amen. The donkey found it hard to get around the Lord's anger and do something different on the road. But the second scripture we read for you, Proverbs 4, 25 through 27, makes it clear that he, the donkey, looked straight ahead and did not turn to the right or to the left. The donkey was no fool and he was the hero of the story because God gave him special abilities. Whoever heard of a donkey speaking? Whoever heard of a donkey speaking probably Aramaic at that point. But you certainly haven't heard of a donkey speaking English. Amen. And the donkey didn't want to be a fool. And he, the, the Lord gave him special insight, special foresight. And he did not want to turn to the right or to the left at the wrong time. So in actuality, it means no turning. In Proverbs 4 is telling us, watch where God is sending us. Watch what God is doing with his purposes in our lives. And we tell you that it's saying ignore life's distractions. Yes. Look straight ahead. Yes. Stick to the road and the path mm. that God has set you on. Amen. All right. Amen. 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 You all have heard from Pastor Keith and his cha-cha sliding to the left and to the right and all of that kind of thing. But 
I am going to uh, get back to uh, exegeting the text that we have lifted up for your hearing uh, because it's an interesting text uh, and no doubt a miracle, a miracle, amen. You all see miracles in this text uh, because the hard thing, though, we, we want you to understand is not just, not just that the donkey had an ability to speak, amen. Uh, the hard thing wasn't just that the donkey was trying to stay on task, uh, but what we want to draw your attention to is the hard thing that the donkey knew that there was no way of getting around being disobedient to God or yeah. he could have lost his very life. Mm -hmm. Uh, how about if some of us felt that same kind of reverential fear of the Lord that the donkey felt on that road that day. Uh, the donkey knew that he could see the angel of the Lord that was standing in the path and what the donkey could see was the sword was already drawn and he knew that it could be his life that would have been required of him. Uh, we see here this morning in our main text uh, that the angel of the Lord really is trying to get Balaam or, or Balaam's attention, uh, but he's so busy going after his payday that he ignores the actions of the donkey. Oh, oh somebody need to pray, pray with me this morning. See, Balaam who knew God, and he knew how to reach him, but he decided that he would go out and meet the king, Balak, uh, who was a Moabite, the Moab king, who was also a worshiper of Baal and a worshiper of idols. Amen, somebody. Uh, it doesn't really sound too much like a, a man that Balaam would be uh, 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 hanging out with. However, uh, uh, Balak had offered him a, a little bit of change. Uh, I'll tell somebody sometimes that's all it takes uh, is a little bit of change. Wow. Uh-huh. You see, you see, you see, uh, what, what Balak the king knew, what he knew, Brother Rico, was that because Balaam knew God and God knew Balaam, he knew that if I have him on my side, if we go after the children of Israel, we can defeat them because the Lord is from Balaam. Right. But, 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 but if we look in the text and we look at verse number 12, uh, of course that's previous to what I read, what you will find is that the Lord had told him in no uncertain terms uh, that he was not to go because Israel was a blessed people. But as the story goes, as the story goes, Balak would not take no for an answer. And so what did he do? He sent, uh, he, he, he sent his high-ranking ranking officials back and he offered him a little more change. Uh, 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 and you see, you see the Bible says that he would give him a greater reward which means uh, instead of instead of what he was giving him before, he was gonna throw some more in on top. A little more money, as they say, more money, more money, more money. If he would come 
and go with him. Uh-huh. So the next time, Balaam consulted the Lord about his assignment. And so the Lord said to him, you can go, but you're only to speak what I tell you to say. So what comes next in the text is that the donkey, the donkey, the donkey, and the man are on their way, but the donkey has a keen spiritual sense that the man is lacking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and you know what's funny about it? This man, Balaam, was actually a prophet of God. But in that story, in that time, he shows up dumb as a spiritual rock. So while Balaam and the donkey are on the road to meet the locks, they have an encounter with God. Anybody ever had an encounter with God while you are on your way somewhere? Oh, my, my, my. Uh, so when this story uh, unfolds, what we begin to see in verse 24 in the text uh, is that they came to a narrow road between two vineyard walls. Can I call that warning number one? Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. And then in verse number 25, the donkey saw the angel of the Lord. Uh, he tried to get around, uh, but he squeezed by, and in doing so, he crushes Balaam's foot against the wall which made Balaam madder than fire. Can I call that warning number two? And, and, and as the Lord would have it, church, by the time we land in verse number 26, the angel of the Lord moved further down the road and stood in a place that was too narrow to get by at all. So he couldn't be ignored. You had to go straight because there was no turning left and no turning right. So the donkey came to a hard stop and decided just to lay down under bed. And so you can imagine he was mad as all get out. But I'm going to call that warning number three. All right, all right. Have you ever, have you ever felt yourself in a narrow place and the thought that came to you was to stop, to lay down, and to look to the hills from which comes your help. You see, in our story, this is what occurred to the donkey, but it never occurred to the man. And so as we study this text, we learn a few things that might be helpful when you Find yourself in a space where God just might be blocking your path. Can I tell you something? My first point is gonna is, is gonna speak to anybody that ever been in a backslidden state. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like this. Point one: backsliders beware. You see, we learn a little more about Balaam when we turn 
attention to 2 Peter chapter number 2, verses 15 and 16, uh, 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 Brother C.J., where it mentions this prophet by name. And it's not a flattering report, Sister Monica. Uh, 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 Balaam is in the spotlight, uh, but he's not in a good light. Uh, his name comes up under a section that Peter is warning the people uh, about the danger of a false prophet. He said, you got to watch out for those who are greedy for money. Uh, let me put a pin right there. God is not, nor has he ever been against people making honest living. He's never been against people earning money who work hard and do it honestly. Can I, can I help somebody? I, I'm trying to help the church because sometimes we, we, we think any kind of money you make, God is not pleased with. And that is not the case at all. But he looks at those who are greedy and will go after it by any means necessary. And so his name comes up in that whole section. As a matter of fact, the way that Peter writes it, he says they wander off the right road and follow the footsteps of Baal. He says that he's the son of Beor, we saw it in Numbers, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. Yeah. Uh, somebody needs to pay attention here this morning. Uh, you see, if you love money or anything else that takes your heart away from God, church, you better beware. You could be heading for a backslidden state which will lead you to a place of destruction. I'm here to tell you that the Bible tells us over and over again that there is a way that seems right to a man, but therein lies destruction. Backsliders beware. If you're going back to your pre-Jesus ways, anybody got any pre-Jesus ways? <laughs> Oh, some of us been saved a long time. See, we forgot. We forgot how we used to talk. We, we forgot how we used to, what we used to drink. We, we forgot where we used to hang out. We forgot how we used to lay in bed on Sunday morning after being out all night, Saturday night. Oh, come on, church. I know I'm in the right house. You see, sometimes we got to be careful because we can fall back into your old sinful ways. I'm just trying to raise a plan this morning uh, to let us know uh, that we can slip back. Uh, there are times when we think that our plans and our thoughts and our ideas are better than what God has for you. If you are in that place, you better, you better beware. You never know. You never know what God might use to speak to you in a human voice that never spoke in a human voice before. Which brings me which brings me to my second point. My second point is this. Simply this. Pay attention. Pay attention. In our text, in our text we see the donkey was acting what we might label as somewhat strange as Balaam is trying to make his way to see the king. 